to play in the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Turn handle in left side. Finds a little bit of a hole, keeps his leg moving. He's across the 40, midfield, 45, he's on the run winch. 40, pushes the man, 35, look at him go. He's down to 20, 15, he could go. He is going to go. Touchdown, Seahawks. Oh, my word. A 67-yard run. Marshawn Lynch, unbelievable. The beast is alive and well. Wide receivers to either side. Russell takes the snap. He drops back. He's going to throw down the middle. He's got a man. Come on. It has been decided, maybe since the safety in the first quarter. 12, they're bringing the trophy home. Your Seahawks, Super Bowl 48 champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Seahawks and football fans everywhere, a very warm welcome back to the We Talk Seahawks podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Um, just before we get into the meat and bones of this podcast, uh, we're recording this podcast on a... Uh, on a strange day here in the UK, um, obviously Queen Elizabeth II has passed away today. Um, so out of a bit of respect, um, I know she probably wasn't an avid listener of this podcast anyway, but out of respect, um, you know, we do send all of our, our very best wishes to the to the royal family. And um, it's a sad day here in the UK for a lot of us. So um, we, we thought we'd uh, pay, our, pay our little bit of respect at the start. It would be it would be it'd be wrong not to, I think. Um, but on 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 brighter news, um, because at this point in the UK, um, the country's fallen apart. The Queen has died, and we've got another Doctor Who villain as Prime Minister. Um, so on a on a on a brighter note, um, we we are happy to finally announce <laughs> that two boys are laughing there. Um, <laughs> we, we are we are happy to finally announce. Um, that we are going to be joining the full 10 yards network uh, for, for this coming season and, and, and heading into the future. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are fully aware of the full 10 yards. If you, if you follow the, uh, the the NFL here in the UK, uh, one of the leading NFL fan sites here in the UK, and, they, and they're launching their network site this year. Um, they're bringing podcasts like ourselves um, in, into one sort of umbrella, under, underneath one umbrella in, in one place um, to share views and um and and interact with with one another and, and it's going to be really fun um the network's just announced its 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 first sponsorship with 888 sports for this season as well so lots of good opportunities coming the the network's way and our way as, as well hopefully in the future so we're happy to to finally announce that we're going to be part of that so look forward to to working with those guys and 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 seeing what we can do with them um and and joining me tonight as always um it's Mr. Positive himself. Pez, how are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Good. Excited to get into this hot takes episode. Yes. It's uh, it's it's become our, one of our flagship, uh, if I can put it like that way, podcasts. Uh, we do enjoy doing this one. Um, you you get a little bit out of control. Well, You have to yeah, get brain back I, in. I, I do. But as and I, th- I think one. this is Josh's first one, isn't it? It will be, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll 
introduce him to the madness that is this episode. Um, like I say, we're going to be doing a, a regular season game by game breakdown and predictions. Uh, we're going to be doing, which is Josh's idea, so fair play. We're going to be doing our starting lineup predictions for offense and defense for week one, which players are going to be starting for for both units. Um, so that's going to be fun to see where opinions differ potentially on 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 the starting guys. And then we're going to end with our with our hot takes at the end, which is always a bit of fun. Some some that we're more confident in, some that are just a little bit silly and out there, like uh, like a certain John Ratigan being a Hall of Fame member. Um, so that, that you can look forward to, to to those at the end, uh, and and of course, Josh, you you were here tonight as well. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. A bit tired. I've just done about 16 hours worth of driving in two days for work, um, but I'm glad to be on the pod. Um, yeah, just looking forward to this. It takes one to see exactly what uh, what comes of it. <laughs> Yes, that, that's one way of putting it. We'll we'll certainly see what what the room is is thinking, and uh, and I, I can assure you that none of these hot takes will come true because that's just how how pathetic we are at this game. Um, so just take them all with a pinch of salt. Um, well, let's start. Let, let's 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 get going. Regular season, as we all know, is kicking off this weekend. Denver Broncos coming to the Seattle Seahawks. A certain Mister Unlimited coming back to. Seattle and Tolumen Field. Um, is this is this going to go the way the media and everyone else thinks it's going to go? I'm going to start with you, Pez. What is your prediction for this game? Is it going to be 0-1 or 1-0? 0-1. Well, that's taken a sinister turn. That's, that's taken it. I, I, I built you should have come there. to me first. Well, <laughs> Positive, Pez. <laughs> yeah, Straight from the off. Cheers, mate. You, mate. you well, were my banker there. <laughs> no. No, no, no. What, what, what's your score prediction for it? Like, is this, is it, is it going to be a close game, do, or is Russ do we have to do the sports score? Um, we don't have to, but by the by, how confident you really, you were saying no. I'm not. Just do it. I, I'm not a big fan of Geno Smith, and I just don't want to see how he's going to be able to hang around with Russ if Russ starts slinging it, and. One thing we spoke about in the preseason was tackling and mm. issues like that. And the main defense didn't really get any any note like noticeable reps in preseason. Mm-hmm. That really concerns me. Like it does really concern me that it could turn ugly and quick. But, yeah. but prove me wrong, season. Prove you wrong, season. But they're not going to prove you wrong in week one then. No, I no. really think this defense for another year is going to start off really slow and take its time to build back up. Okay, Josh. And I think, well, so sorry about the score prediction. I'm not going to go. I'm, I reckon it's going to be two or three scores. Okay. Uh, no, hey, 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 it's fair enough. Um, I, I go more towards more... the two. I go more towards the two. Well, that's why you're positive, Pez. Josh, what are you thinking? I'm going to take over his mantle. I think that the Seahawks are going to pip this because oh. um, it is a a grudge match. It's a we don't need you, Russ, match for the Seahawks. I think it's going to be a close one, though. Like Pez says, I don't have the utmost faith in Gino to sling the ball about and get us a lot of touchdowns. But that being said, I think our running game is going to get them. Um, I'm thinking... It's going to be 
I'm trying to I'm trying to work out in my head if Jason Myers is actually going to remember his kicking boots. No. Um, I'm going to say 31 the Seahawks to 24. Wow. Well, it's a prime time game. Do for you know? A reason. Do you know the hot takes are later in the episode, not right now? <laughs> Right, mate. I'm just, I'm just living in hope. I'm gonna, I'm staying up to watch this game, so I, I want it to be a decent one at least. I think someone might score thirty-one. I'm just not sure that it'll be the, uh, be the Seahawks. But I, it, hey, it, it I all like depends, it. Though. I mean, it all depends because, like, we got well, well, <laughs> well, you've got to think. We know the quarterback. Repeats come out and said this, right? We know the quarterback better than anyone oh. else. All right. This is a new team for him. They won't have gelled fully. Let's face it. One training camp isn't going to do that. We've got a brand new looking defense that Russ doesn't know anything about because we've moved to a three-four with new players in it. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm going. I'm going to remain optimistic. Pez, you can rub your furrowed baldy brow as much as you like, sir. I am living in eternal optimism here. The rest of the season is going to be shit out. But as long as this game's fine, I'm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, I agree. As long as we win this game, I, we can go 1-16 and for, for as far as I care. But I don't think we will, being realistic. Um, yeah, you'd imagine Russ is going to be more than fired up to come in and, and beat us and uh, and prove to a certain few people that he was right to get this move and, and that you know his, his passages knew are greener than the ones that he's left. So, uh, I, I, look, Denver are a better team this year. They've got they're they're they're, go, they're going to be a better team this year um, than the Seahawks. I know it's the home opener. I know it's week one, and anything can happen in week one. Um, and and for that, I I do have a, a small bit of hope. But I, I'm going with my heart in this segment, um, and and I'm going to go with Denver here. I'm not. I, do you know what? Forget the score predictions because they're going to take too long to even consider. It's just going to be Denver. Um, by a couple of scores, I think, as well, Pez. I'm with you, unfortunately. Um, any further you words on that? disappoint me. Hey, we, you've got a full pod yet of, of hot takes and, and <laughs> my, starting lineups. My My thing with it is, it's like Josh said, we know the quarterback, but the quarterback knows the head coach. So how my side of the coin is Pete's never going to change, regardless who he brings in and what he pretends... We Apart can't from be. the fact he's got a brand new defensive coordinator who's managed to convince Pete to change his defensive philosophy and go from a 4-3 to a 3-4, bring in the players he wants to actually accentuate that. I'm just, just saying. But you then know, like, people, people who are who analyse tape and stuff turn around and say they're not really seeing much of this new defence he's talking about in pre-season. So are we still going down the train of... Yeah, but they don't want to give up too much away in preseason. Possibly. We'll, we'll wait and see. We're going to find out very soon. We are going Tuesday to find out morning will tell. Tuesday well, m- morning. Monday, Monday evening for uh, our American yes. listeners. Yes. I, um, I will happily wake up and be wrong. I would love to wake up and be completely wrong and just be like, oh, maybe, maybe a 71-year-old man can change. If if you wake up and you're if you wake up and we've won, you will have so many voice notes from me on our group chat because I will be drinking beer whilst watching this game and it will either be me sobbing or me cheering. 
and no one likes to see a fat man cry. So I hope to God it's me cheering. And on to that, we'll go to week two. Seattle going to Levi's Stadium in San Francisco, going to the Bay Area. Happy hunting ground for the Seahawks last time round. Um, is it going to be the same this year? This is an interesting one. Trey Lance at quarterback, a bit of an unknown as to how the, the, the San Fran offense is going to look. Um, we know their defense is pretty good if they're healthy. Um, but yeah, this this is, I don't want to say we've had San Fran's number in recent years. It's kind of been back and forth, but. Um, what, we have, we've had their number at their place. We have, had, yeah, we have had their number at their place. And um, what do you think, Pez? Is it going to be another one that we're, that we're going to have their number? Yeah. Okay. I think we'll win that. I do okay. because the thing with Trey Lance is what I think Trey Lance is going to suit. I don't have as much faith as a lot of people have in Trey Lance. And he's, I reckon I he's going to use the 49ers his... have faith in him. That's why they've well, been no, Jimmy no, Garoppolo. The, 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 the whole Jimmy G thing, like you can, you can cover it up in anything you want, but that is literally an insurance. At the start of the season, like I do a lot of fantasy, so through fantasy apps, it comes up saying that the 49ers aren't really happy with how Trey Lance is progressing. Mm. But then all of a sudden it gets ironed over and then all of a sudden now Jimmy G's staying there because I, I really don't think um, they have the, the utmost confidence. But by the by, I think our defence will be able to stop him running a lot better. Like, I think they're going to be stronger against the run than the pass. And that's then going to force him to start throwing more. And that's where I don't have confidence in him. And I think he'll start throwing picks. And we'll be able to... It'll be a tight, ugly game, probably. Mm. But I think Gino's just sticking to the script and not doing anything different. will just get us over the line for this one. Okay. Josh, what are you thinking? I agree with Pez. I think that we'll win this because I think the 49ers still have no idea what they're doing with Trey Lance. I mm. think they're probably regretting trading away the house just to go up to get him at pick, was it three? Yeah. Like I, I said this when they drafted him, like he hardly played any games, you know, and the, the games he did play, fair enough, he looked good, but there wasn't enough on tape for me to have done that. They've signed him last year. He came in. Whenever he came in, he didn't look good. He's had a whole off-season. The whole Jimmy G saga has concluded in Jimmy G restructuring his deal to stay there because at the end of the day, San Fran need him there because when it goes tits up, and I'm saying not if, when, he's going to get chucked back in because he knows the game plan. He can run the offense. It'll be pedestrian as anything. It'll look boring as sin, and it'll just be Debo Samuel all the time. But... That's that's what's going to happen. I genuinely think that we'll we'll get that one. Okay. Well, I I, I hate to be less confident than you two, um, but I I've got a bad feeling about that one. Um, it's early in the season. Nick Borsa and that defensive line are going to be healthy. You would think, unless something drastically goes wrong in week one. Um, and at the end of the day, I know they've been very impressive in pre-season, but it is two rookies on the perimeter in in a Lucas and Giles Cross. Um, they're, they're, you know, they've got Elijah Mitchell, they've got Debo, they're, they're going to have George Kittle. Um, Pancake City. Yes, Pancake City. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it feels like 
it feels like San Fran are due a win against us at their place. So I don't know. I think I think week three, which we're going to get onto now, looks a lot more optimistic for me. Atlanta at home. This has got to be the first banker of the season. True banker. We've got to beat these at home. Um, because actually, I don't think our home opener is going to get off to a winning way. But the second one, Atlanta at home, Marcus Mariota. Um, I'm sure you've got something to say on 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 him and 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 he what he can potentially do. Josh being a, an Oregon Ducks fan, um, but yeah, like this 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 just feels like uh, if we're not going to have the number one overall pick, this feels like a must win at home to Atlanta. Um, so what do you think, Pez? I was just about to say I won't be shouting that he's an Oregon Ducks fan after this weekend because they got That's absolutely true. battered by yeah, Georgia. Oh, oh, Nick's looked awful. I think you'd rather have Mariota back, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be a win. Like it, like yeah, yeah. It's going to. They, they've got AJ Terrell in the backfield. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know where they've strengthened. They've strengthened with Drake London, mm. and he's banged up. Mm-hmm. So you're talking? Is it Brian? Oh, what's his name from the Raiders? That mushy just like turns up and scores a couple of touchdowns every couple of games. Fuck, what's his name? Anyway, not don't matter. You, you've got him. That's not like anything, like anything really to worry about. No. You got Cal Pitts. It's Cal Pitts and Cordell Patterson. Really, is their offense at this point, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. So no, nothing about them really scares me. To be quite honest, they look like a team who they have got a uh, Ridder boy. It looks like a team who's going through a, a mini like rebuild, mm. and they're just kind of stocking little pieces to then gather more picks and then just build on the pieces they've got. Yeah. I think, like I say, I think we're both sort of in kind of similar situations in terms of the states that the franchise are in but it feels like where we've got stronger depth at, at the skill positions that than Atlanta does. I, I, I'll call it now and say if we lost that game to the Falcons that would be for me personally I know like it's so early but it can be flipped around but when you look towards as we're going to get onto towards the back end of the schedule mm. like if we can't beat them then it, I think it's going to get ugly. It's going to be a long really season. Really ugly. Yeah. yeah, really, um, really ugly. Josh, Atlanta, Marcus Mario. Come on, Mr. 2 and 0. I know, yeah. That's, that's it. 2 and 0. 17 and 0, baby. Yeah. They're, they're, no, no, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm a realist. Come on. But I'm looking at these and Atlanta at the moment. Really? Are, You're 2 and 0. <clears throat> yeah, all right. One of them is just eternal optimism. Um, the other one is a genuine shout. Atlanta, I don't think we're anything special. Like you said, they have two people. Cordero Patterson's, what, 32 now. Kyle Pitts, they don't have a receiving core. They've got Marcus Mariota, who was drafted as the Great White Hope and then didn't become anything, was a backup, wasn't he, at Las Vegas last year? Mm. Atlanta have got him as a stopgap until they can tank this year and get their franchise QB. I think they're in the same position we are, but we have more weapons, so I'm going to go with us. Okay, so we're three and zero according to John. This is some start to the season. We're um, about to be four and zero. About to, well, Seattle at Detroit for week four. Um, I know what my opinion is. I, I, I'll, I'll say mine last. Um, 
But this is an interesting one. Um, all I'll say is before I get to mine, I don't think Detroit are the same Detroit Lions that they've been for the past however many years now. I think they're a better team. So saying that, um, Pez, what are you thinking? Yeah, I do think they're a better team. And you watch Hard Knocks and you watch it and you see what... Um, what's his face? Who's the head coach? What's his name? Oh, um, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. You see what he's doing? Love the guy. Love what he's trying to do. My, my biggest sticking point is they've got Jared Goff. So the offense kind of, they've got their main running back is is shown that he's injury prone over the seasons. Um, so I understand they're building. I just don't think they're there yet. You've got Aiden Hutchinson, but to be quite honest, they didn't pay, paint him in a really good light on that hard knocks because he, he looked like he was knackered. Or he'd do like a couple of rushes and he'd be like blown out of his ass. So it's like, meh. They got St. Brown, who caused us issues last year, but that was more like because we were just smashing them all over Gaff. I'm I'm saying we win this still. Like I do understand that they're you'd say they're a team on the rise, but I, I still don't see it yet. Still don't see it yet. Okay. Josh, what are you thinking? Events, oh. Our defensive line, sorry, our defensive line gets to Jared Goff early. He's one of them quarterbacks. He's a pocket guy. They get to him early with speed and aggression. He'll crumble to pieces and they'll have to rely on the run game. And then I think we'll just stop him. Okay. Interesting. Josh, what are you thinking? I think, um, I've since looking at this, I've been really torn because as much as Jared Goff is awful, he's a game manager and they're not going to ask him to do anything too flashy with DeAndre Swift back. With Armand Ra St. Brown there as well, and whoever the other attacking offensive players are. That's the true. We need to know those three, really. I mean, they've got Jameson Williams, but I don't is he going to be back mm. by week four? I'm not I'm not entirely sure what his timetable no. is for his for his recovery. Um I don't even know where the tight end is. Um, uh, Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Hmm. Oh yeah. But he's not oh, he's not lived up to the hype what he should do because of injuries, so he's, he's, still... he's good. A decent tight end. Um, I just don't know about the defence. I think Aiden Hutchinson will cause us issues because he's going to be desperately trying to prove that he should have been the number one pick. Mm. I don't know. I'm dubious in this one, boys. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bite the bullet. We'll win. Oh, no. I believe that we Love will it. win. I'm glad you did because I already put you down as 4-0. <laughs> <laughs> Right. He'll mess up my he'll mess up my scribbles, that Josh. <laughs> so we're four and all got it, Josh. Um, I, I show the YouTube. I show the YouTube guys. Yeah, this is how high tech we are. And I'm writing a spreadsheet and everything. We're a dead professional podcast over here. So I have to do a spreadsheet and everything, and Pez just you could see the fear in his eyes. So <laughs> I don't know what to do. His, What's going on? Felt it pen and his uh, his kids' colouring pad. I've, I've robbed my son's colours. <laughs> right. <laughs> For me, Detroit, um, I don't know. This is another one that I'm just not... But I've got bad feelings about um, if if DeAndre Swift is healthy. I, I do like Hawkinson, even though he's had his problems. I mean, Rastent Brown is good. If Jameson Williams is, Williamson is back by then, you know, you, you can't, you can't, you know, turn your, turn your nose up at him. Uh, the defence isn't... He's- Pez, will you let me finish my prediction? 
there is a defense isn't anything to shout about, granted, in Hutchinson I like, but I don't I just feel our offense is gonna put our defense on the field for, for too long in this game. And I think Detroit's game management offense under Jared Goff is uh, is 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 gonna beat us. I I do think they're gonna beat us. Um so yeah, I'm gonna I'm one and three, man. I'm sorry I'm sorry, Pez, but I'm saving I'm You've saving to make it for the hot me scribble so. out my pad now. Did you have me down for a winner, Zach? Of course I did. Jameson Williams. Are you joking? The guy's not trained. He's a rookie. He's going to be a zero factor on week four. Have you right? Have you scribbled if, out the if, W? If the Lions, yes. If the Lions oh. have to pay Jameson Williams, that means they're in shit state. What do you mean if they have Simple. to pay? Pay or play? Play. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> He's only just drafted him this year. Both. Um, both. No man, I like, I like medical bills. I like him. No, he's a good player, but they're not going to rush him out there when he's had the injury he's had so late into last season, mm-hmm. and he's a rookie with no training camp. He's not. I don't think he's a threat. Okay, okay. I, I'm going to stick with the L because I don't want to waste ink, you know, Fucking in these times. So I'll stick with the L. Um, Negative James. That's not <laughs> going to stick. Name. That's not going to stick. Okay, um, it is. Week five. New Orleans, it's uh, it's eat a W time. Jameson Winston at uh, at Caesar Superdome. Um, are we gonna do a a Caesar like inspired victory here, or uh, or is this gonna be another lost pez? No, the um, that game. I look at that game and it worries me. Okay. Like, I just now when you're talking about rookies, you should be really worried about. Chris Olave, you should be really worried about because Jameis Winston is not scared. We all know what he is. He'll, mm. He will send five picks and then still keep on throwing that thing. And mm. Chris Olave is really freaking good. He is. He is. But and I think so Tariq Wollin matches up with him well as a little spoiler for the for the lineup. Tariq, yeah, Tariq Wollin really... Uh, that concerns me starting him. I don't know. I don't know if he's ready yet. And when he goes up against Cortland Sutton, because he's the big body corner and he's the big body receiver, mm. is he going to get bodied by the experienced guy? We'll see. We'll see. Concerns me a lot. I, I, yeah. No. We're not no. winning this one then. No. But what are you at the minute? What's your record that you've got? Us I'm three and two at the minute. You're three and two. Okay. Well, I think it's quite realistic. Yeah. For week I'll, five, I'll, I'll give you that, Josh. Uh, Super Josh. Remarkably, is this going to be five and zero for the CLC? We we are going to eat an L. Jameis is going to eat his weird W thing. Yeah, I don't see us getting past the Saints. Just, I was wondering where you were as, going. As an, an organisation, yeah, we're not going to eat a D, mate. Um, Although watching this game, it will be like eating a big bag of D's. Um, yeah, we're not going to get past these. If they have Michael Thomas back, they have Chris Alave, they've got Alvin Kamara, you know, Landry. you just look across. Yeah, Jarvis Landry as well as a wide receiver three, or possibly a two, depends on where he and Alave fit in. They've got weapons, haven't they, really? They've got, to, they've got weapons, and they've just upgraded their offense by adding the Honey Badger, you know, at safety. Defense is still pretty good as well, isn't it? So, 
I, yeah, I can't see it. I just, I just can't. It's, it pains me because I, I, I clearly kind of like, I kind of like the Saints as a team. I always, I've always had an eye on them, but I just, no, nah, we're not going to win this one. Yeah, fair enough. I, I've got nothing. Streaks, for the streaks gone. Yeah, uh, the 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 five and all dream is gone. Um, <laughs> I've got nothing further to add. Their, their defense is good. Their offense is better, and it, it's. I always have the uh, the Saints away as one of the tougher places to go and get a win in the NFL. It's just always hard to go there. Um, so yeah, that that doesn't fill me with any confidence either. So that is an L for me, Mister Keeper Tracker Man. Um, put that down. Don't scroll um, that out. I. Ooh, James, I won't show you. I won't show up at any sea orc meets anytime soon, mate. What for being realistic? I would, we're not as bad as one and four. We've got like... Geno Smith as the starting quarterback, and you're telling me I'm not uh, not being realistic. <laughs> I'm with you, brother. I'm with. I so am what? with you. Thank you. But I'm just. Tra- I'm just trying. See the man. I'm just trying. That over the last day. The Geno factor, I think he's purely going to be there for a game management. We are going to run the shit out of the football. Yeah. And I think Pete is what he wants, A, it's what we'll be able to do, B, especially when Ken Walker's fit again and we'll have four running backs who, you know, Dallas and Homer actually look quite good in, in pre-season. They'll do DJ the turn. Dallas, I'll be two. Love a bit of DJ Dallas. Um, but I think Geno's literally going to be there just to... Get us the extra odd couple of yards. Like I said, short slants to DK, a couple of out routes to lock it for his toe taps just to get us over that 10-yard line, and then we'll just keep going and pounding it through. I don't think we're going to have to worry too much about Gino slinging balls around and interceptions because his whole thing is that he just wants his ball security. He's just keeping the ball safe. So this is why I'm I'm going with the wins. I just think we're just going to pound it. But by week five, Rashad Penny up will be injured anyway. So that, That's a fair point. Um, week six then. Um, one minute, James. I'm really sorry after Josh's speech there. I've realised I'm wrong and you're right. Oh. I need to change all mine. Oh, <laughs> he's just, right. He's just put, he, he took. He's, I, I thought I'd go with Josh's optimism on this pod, but now I'm just going to revert back to old sceptical Pez. Ju- come back to the dark <laughs> Come back side. to the flock. Come yeah. back to the flock. <laughs> week six, Arizona at home. Um, it's not at the cursed field yet. It, well, it might be cursed at the end of the season, Lumen Field, but who knows? Um, Arizona at home. Kyler Murray. First question, Pez, will he be broken? Second question, uh, are we going to win? First question, damn right. Okay. So it's going to be Colt McCoy it, then? The kid just un, un, just unravels every mm-hmm. single year. Right, Josh. Oh, you mentioned you mentioned Colt McCoy, and I went, "Oh God!" And this, like the second question, I've got I've got something on Colt McCoy. One second, um, I think I've got a theory of why he always beats us. And the second question, no, because I do I just think that offense is going to be too strong for our offense. And like Josh said before, or did you say that our offense is going to put our defense on the field far too long in this game? And Kyler Murray, if He's not on crutches by that point. He's going to run them into the ground mm-hmm. and they're just going to burn them completely out. So these are the games, like Josh said, where Gino's just a game manager and just dink and dunk, use the run game, that kind of conservative burn the clock kind of peep mentality of things. These are the games where the high-powered offences are going to destroy us, I think. 
they're going to get too far too quick. Like okay. our defense needs to be on full burners from the first quarter. None of this coming out lazy, building into the game. Because if they don't, then these kind of games will run clean away from us. And my Colt McCoy thing quickly is, I didn't realize that Colt McCoy was Pete Carroll's quarterback at SC in college. That's how he always beats us. And that goes into my argument that Pete's not changed since college and he needs to retire. So, Ram. Okay. I'll, hey, I'll, I, I like the research. To get a rise out of Josh. Yeah, I like the research. Josh, what are you think? See the cheeks burning. You know, I find really <laughs> optimistic about this one. It pains me because I hate that poison dwarf, Kyler Murray. Um, but I'm, I'm predicting them a win. Like, D-Hop's not even back, but I've just checked their roster, right? So they're starting offensive 11. Young, just wide receivers. AJ Green, he'll do you a job. He's not going to light the world up, but he's proven. Um, you've also got Marquise Brown. So Hollywood is Hollywood. I think he's not banned, is he now? No. Uh, Rondell Moore, who I think is going to have a breakout season. Kyler Murray, James Connor, who, as he proved last season, can be a workhorse back and will run it down your throat or around your offensive line. Um, the, I can't say I know a lot about their, their old line, but I, oh, Zach Ertz as well, just Mr. Dependable at tight end. I think they're just going to dismantle us. I think they'll probably take advantage of the new formation we have. Uh, that being said, Cliff Kingsbury isn't well-renowned for adapting. But, yeah, I see this as another L. I just okay. think they've got a bit too much with Kyler at a quarterback. I think he offers a, more than what we could probably handle, and he'll just up the pace. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I agree. For me, this is a loss. It's a high-powered offense. Uh, got a lot of weapons. I think we'll. I, I do actually think we'll have a, a quite a good game on the ground running against this defensive line. Um, I'm not that sold on their defensive line, Arizona. Um, so I do think we'll be able to have quite a decent outing on the ground game, um, and that could make it a closer game than, than what it potentially looks like it is going to be on paper. Um, but at the end of the day, Buda Baker's back there, and and uh, yeah. <sighs> They're a good team, and they're, they're going to beat us. It, it, it's as simple as that. Hate to say it, don't like the Cardinals, but they are going to beat us this year. Um, and then it, it doesn't get any easier. Week oh. seven, um, we're going back to that horribly, horribly expensive stadium. Well, just a horrible stadium in general. SoFi Stadium to face the slightly less horrible Los Angeles team, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is. Do we even need to spend that long on, on this one? Oh, God. Let's just pray. These guys are the Super Bowl contenders this year. Mark my words. Let's, let's just pray that Drew Locke has some sort of Gino takes a shot of adrenaline. Okay. And no, I can't even fucking get on board with that. No. Let's That's just hope Drew mate. Locke. <laughs> let's let's just hope Drew Lock by that point somehow makes a miraculous turn, understands his playbook like bloody Houdini, and comes on that field and starts lighting shit up. Because that game will now if we're talking about games get out and out of control yeah. fast and hard. These two games here, I'm telling you, this three game stretch, yeah. if, if they do not contain them three games and they're all blowouts. And people will 
disagree, argue, call me stupid, whatever, them three games could really decide what happens to Pete this year. Saints, Cards, Chargers, I think that is going to be, like, that three-game stretch, that will be... Well, we, there's a possibility we could we could get a really cheeky win that we shouldn't have any right in doing. Like it'll literally be like a field goal, or we'll mm. score a touchdown, and that will be like a one-point deficit. Or it's just going to be that demoralising three losses, and that is the downward trend right there. And that's what I think is going to happen because, like I think Pez has just alluded to the fact there's no way we're beating the Chargers. No. I've just got. I've I've done this for the Cardinals and I feel remiss not to do it for the Chargers because it is ridiculous. Their offense. So Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who are both tried and tested wide receivers, Justin Herbert, ex duck. Um they they even have a, a fullback on there as well, but no one cares. Um Austin Eckler, who is just a fantasy beast and just seems to get better every single year. And even their O-line, oh, not forgetting our old tight end, Gerald Everett, their O-line, Rashawn Slater, um, Matt Feeler, Corey Lindsley, Zion Johnson, and Trey Pipkins III, that is a decent O-line to protect. One of the best QBs in the NFL right now. That's the best O-line in football, for my my word. That's just decent. You, You do know for a fact as well that Gerald Everett is going to literally... You know Justin Herbert's going to turn around and go, this is how you meant to use a weapon like that on tight end, and he's going to fucking burn the death out the, of us. The fact that they list only two wide receivers means that Gerald Everett is going to appear in the slot, and he is going to fucking burn our safeties oh. or anyone trying to mark him. He, he, couldn't, catch, he couldn't catch a tennis well, ball not, he... in Boris Johnson's <laughs> wig last year, Gerald Everett for the Seahawks, but he will be no, able listen, to have like he... glue warning. If he's in the slot, that's his worst position because fucking Kobe Bryant will have him absolutely pocket pocket guy. It's that chisel right. jawline. Yeah, you're, you're giving too much. Everyone's giving our rookies too much credit. Let's just remember they're rookies. They're college kids who've just stepped up into the NFL. And if you're a professional sportsman, you have got more tricks of the trade and have played the game for longer with more knowledge than a rookie. He could be fantastic, but this is going to be a a cold blooding for the first year because we're going to be on a downwards trend until we can get our new QB and he's going to get burned. He's going to come up against some experienced wily veterans. When he comes up against Zach Ertz, mm. Zach Ertz is going to turn him inside out. He'll have a step on him. He'll throw him the wrong way and he'll be gone. He'll get some catches. Trust me. Like I love Kobe. I think he's going to be brilliant, but that's, okay. that's who I think it's going to be. Hey James. Hey James. Yes. It's only took us going to week Seven and Josh has joined us on the on the downward spiral negative train. We finally reeled him in. No, no, it's, it's it's realism. It's not negativity. It's realism. That's the thing. And unfortunately, it's going to be a pretty negative season for everyone. And join I'm us, Josh. Join the dark join side. Us. <laughs> <laughs> you went four and all. You were doing really well, but come back to the podcast. Right. Literally on week seven, we've got one and six, three and four, four and three. My one and six. Yeah. Right. Well, make that two and two and six. I nearly got. I nearly got my maths wrong there. My maths is terrible. Um, New York Giants at the Seahawks. Uh, Lumen Field at Week Eight. Uh, we we win this one. We've got it. We've got to beat. Them. I know. I know. Look. I know the last time the Giants came to to, to well, it was called Century League then. I know it didn't quite go a plan. I get that. But 
come on, man. If we lose to Daniel Jones at home, I'm going to end it there and then. I just, I can't, I cannot do it. Please, it's the Giants with Kenny Golladay who turns up for just to hand his homework in, and that it like seriously. Did you see that video in preseason? Oh my god. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Oh, he's awful. I know he like, is. He's fallen off the face. Oh man. Man got paid and then went, nah, I don't need to do this job anymore. Exactly. There was a video that surfaced of the lack of effort he puts in, which I'm pretty sure was he was a blocking receiver. But he just sort of ran his route, ran his route, turned around, and he was supposed to block someone, just kind of went, eh, and then let whoever had the ball get absolutely creamed. That guy just, he, he doesn't deserve to be on a professional football team now. Like, My man got his money and dipped. I, I respect the shit I was reading. Um, but that's a W <laughs> for me, Pez. Yeah, the easy W. The, the, they got rid of the best corner. Yeah. And I don't, as far as I'm aware, they don't really replaced him. The, the best wide receiver, like, he has a new injury every single week. Even though I love Kadarius Tony, I watched him at Florida all the time on the Saturday night, him and Pitts, and I was just like, these two are going to be electric in the NFL. Mm. And that man's just like, his medical bill, we were joking about medical bills last week, mm. his medical bill must be insane. Same like, he's got some... Yeah. Is oh, Saquon no, no, going to no, be no. healthy at that point? Oh, of course he is. My he fantasy, got... my fantasy, Joe. Oh, right, sorry. So that's a win for you as well then, Pez? Yeah, yeah, win for me. All right, Josh, is that is that going to be three in a row wins? Is that, well, not three in a row in the regular season, but a, a full house, I mean. Um, it's going to be a win for us because I could not face anyone if we lost to the New York football giants. They are toss. They are toss. But it, they're not as toss as us. We're going to beat them. Fear not. <laughs> Fear not. Week nine, and we have to play these stupid, bastard, redhead birds again. Um, at the at the Curse Stadium, State Farm Stadium, ah, it's just a loss. It's just I know. Look, I, to be fair, I say that it's actually been a happy hunting ground again for for a little while for the for the Seahawks in terms of getting results there. Strangely enough, but um, yeah, doesn't again feels like they're due a win against us at home, similar to to San Fran. And um, yeah, I just, <laughs> being realistic here, I, I, it's just not. I, I can't. I can't realistically give you a valid reason as to why I think we'd win that game. So I'm not going to. That's a loss for me, Pez. You can chart that down. Um, what do you think, mate? Yeah. It's going to be a loss, isn't it? I just... The only the only way these types of games, we could stay in these types of games, is if, as Josh says, what well, I don't believe if Pete genuinely gives Waldron the run of the offense and lets him run it mm. with a uh, Gino, like how we run it with Goff, Pete just concentrates on that defense. Make sure that defense is like good to go up and running full cylinders. Let Waldron and his boys do the offense. I just can't buy into that. So, cause I can't buy into that. I can't buy into us beating these kind of teams right now. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Josh? Nothing else to add. It's just uh, we won't win. That's an L. No. I've, already been through the, I've already been through the Cardinals. I'm not going to rehash that because I'll just no. get depressed otherwise. Good lad. Fair play to you. Um, week 10. We're, we're off. We're in Europe. It's a close-to-home game. Uh, guten Tag, everyone. The Buccaneers. 
in the Allianz Arena. Um, this, this, look, I know it's the books, but it's just a 50-50 game for me. It, it's a Germany game. It's it, it's an NFL Europe game. They're always a bit 50-50. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna delegate this to you before. I, I give my prediction because I, I, I'm on the fence. I don't know which way to lean. Um, so, Pez, I'm interested in you've got both. You've got the chance to to sway me here. One of one or two ways. I think they're going to win. Okay. One because, like you said, it's abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think they'll get extra juice. I think they'll get some out of going to Germany, realizing how many yeah. Seahawks fans are over there. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll just get uplifted by it, I think. And I just have a sneaky suspicion that this Bucks team isn't going to be as good as everyone makes as everyone thinks. It's just because it's Tom Brady, it's slated that it is a given. Mm. I just I just don't know this year. This could be the unraveling of okay. him and that team because if he unravels, that team goes with him. Mm. Do you, do you get the impression, having listened to some of Brady's press conferences and stuff, conferences, um, between marvelling at what is now an even more finely chiselled face, um, thank you, whatever doctor that was somewhere, um, he, he, he looks like that bad real-life Ken guy, doesn't he? It's, it's odd. Um, but he just doesn't seem to have that spark like he has done every year. Like He's, he's literally come in and he's been like, yeah, well... But do you reckon he's there going, oh, I should have retired last year. What am I doing? I mean, he's, he's lifted enough of them. Like, he's got to be tired at some point. You know, like, I'm surprised like, his arms haven't fallen off with the weight of those rings. Huh? My, my, my biggest thing with him is his old line's gone to, his old line's like decimated with injuries. And during training camp, when really he should be working with his new old line on communication, on protections, on letting them know what he, how he plays the game, he takes a couple of week siesta, it disappears, mm. and then comes back gaunt, and as Josh said, more chiselled. Like it, it's just odd. And the only thing what I've seen come out recently is him. He's done an Under Armour advert. What, has he just pissed off for three weeks to go and do an advert? Because if that's the case, I'd be really concerned if I was a Bucks fan. Yeah. And do you know what Josh said? He gives me the vibe that he's ready to call it quits during the season. If it's not going well, do you think he'll retire mid-season? For the second I reckon time. he's too proud for that. I reckon he'll stick it yeah. out for the season, but then he'll just be like, don't make yeah. the Super Bowl, done. Mm. He might he might call it during the season. He might just have like a head flop and just he is a, yeah. he is the ultimate competitor. So I don't think he would. He just gives me a weird vibe that like it wouldn't surprise me if he just turned around and just said, "Yeah, I'm done." Like after maybe a heavy loss. Well, I was coming into this thinking the same things that you were, but I wasn't sure that you were going to reciprocate them. But Pez, you mentioned what I was thinking in terms of the home crowd being it's it's going to be a blue and green show there in in the uh, in the Allianz Arena with the amount of of, of, of Seahawks fans in Germany that there is, um, and, and like you say, I don't. I, I, there's a there's a bad feeling for me around Tampa Bay, like you were saying, for all the same reasons. I, I, I'm not I'm not sold on them this year. Um, so with you agreeing with me, I, I'm going to say a W for that as well. Um, then it's the bye week in in week twelve. Hallelujah! We'll probably all need a strong lie down for that entire week. Was yours a win, Josh? Sorry for that box game. <sighs> 
fucking hell, Josh. You've got us nearly on the playoff border here. You've got us in the mix. <laughs> no, mine's not a win, though. That's the thing. Mine's oh, yeah. not a win. Oh, Josh. Oh, what? As, as much as I've just said there, I still can't see us beating him. Oh, for goodness the, sake. The, you, talk, you talk about a high-powered offence, and you look at the weapons Brady has. Brady could stand there looking depressed and miserable, but then all he's got to do is loft a couple of balls up to Godwin, to Mike Evans, to... He's got Kyle Rudolph now as his tight end, who is not a bad replacement. I'll give him that. He'll be on Santa's slate by the end of the season. And then you add Leonard Fournette. I That was an awful pun, by the way. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> I, I, just, like, I, I can't see us doing it. I reckon Tampa Bay are going to come over and do the business. I mean, it's... Yeah, there's this big thing of everyone going, the Seahawks are one of the most supported teams in Germany. Yes, we are. But it's not going to be all Seahawks fans there. It's going to be a mix of every NFL fan in Europe. I don't know, man. And tickets went so fast that there's going to be people out there that have paid however many thousands it was for a seat that aren't a Seahawks fan. That might not be a Tampa fan. The noise isn't going to be making any difference. I, I just think the I think the books are going to do it. Okay. Well, on that depressing note, we enter the bye week, and and I'll 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 probably lie down in a in a in a sunlit room. Josh, after that, you're probably going to need a, a darkened corner of some room. Then um, the bye week, we're probably going to lose. We haven't we haven't won off the back of a bye week in two years, so we're probably going to lose that game. Um, and then we get to week twelve, the Las Vegas Raiders. Coming into town, um, this is an interesting one. Uh, this could go one of two ways. It, I don't know. I think this could be closer than people think. I'm, I'm going to say loss. I am going to say loss because of the additions that they've made. But, but hey, hey, we've got his, we've got recent history with the Raiders, as we three all know. Um, and I look, they were they were worst team then. I, I granted, but just 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 don't don't book that down as a definite L. Is all I'm going to say, but I, I will say it's a loss. Yeah, that's that's. I think the Raiders are going to be a slept team this year, in just because of the division they come out of, they're going to be very much slept on. Look what Derek, my head for Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Look what look what Derek Carr did with that team with all the mess. Look what he did with the team he had last year. Look, look what he managed to achieve with them. Mm-hmm. Now, you've you've added Devontae Adams. They've added, like, what doesn't Jones. get spoke about enough. They've added pieces on that defense. What was already really a good defense. Their edge rush is scary. Max Crosby. Yes. He, he blew up last year. And they've just added Chandler Jones, who lives in our backfield. Like, he's literally going to get there and be like, oh, you're not Russell Wilson. Oh, well, still got two seconds left. I'll sack you anyway. Oh. Like you're not Russell Wilson, but you're a, you're a mannequin. How yeah. are you any day? Because if Gino's <laughs> well, still in there, mate, that's the game where Gino just completely capitulates because Max Crosby and Chandler Jones will break him in half if he's not already broken by that point. But like the, I think the Chargers will destroy Gino. Yes, but by this point, this is why I'm saying it's not a definite L. I still think we'll lose, but by this point in the season. Teams like Las Vegas are going to be in and around playoff contention and seedings. Teams can start to bottle it, is all I'm saying. And and pressure can get to teams. And we, they go into Seattle. We've done it. Look, we were just talking about the Giants, having the Giants at home and stuff, and, and we lost to them. 
teams like that who aren't playing for anything because although Josh will try and defy with the way he started this this schedule prediction we might not be competing for anything next year for playoff seasons and stuff so Las Vegas who probably are going to be going to come into town we've got nothing to play for nothing to fear it happens every single year teams slip up and I'm just say I'd be I'd be more confident of getting a slip up win against the Raiders than perhaps a Rams or I don't know, a, a Chiefs or something like that later down in, in the schedule. That, that, that's all I'm saying. So, but it's a, it's a lot. Josh, have you just put them glasses on now? Yeah. So, James announces that we're going to stop using YouTube. He's pulled out the glasses. He, at the start, he's like this. I Looking all like, business-like. About, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're acting up for attacking. the camera that's now. The thing, you've, right? you, you've changed. You've changed. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with you. Although my glasses have steamed up. It's... We're going to run through these last few games then, because uh, we, we're going to want to get onto the uh, predicted lineups. So we'll quickly breeze oh, through these last Oh, damn, this gets ugly really quickly. Right. Seattle sorry, the Raiders, Rams. Josh. Oh, sorry. The Raiders, Josh. Lost. Was that a loss? To a loss. loss. We're, we're together now. Five and six. Okay. At the Rams then? Lost. <laughs> loss. That's a loss for Pez, as you can probably tell. <laughs> On a week 14, Carolina at home. That's a W for me. We're beating Baker Mayfield. Sod him. Baker's going to cook us, mate. Oh, come off it, Josh. Are you in? You're in the Baker camp. Since I, I was in Camp Baker and said oh. we should have had him, and everyone went, "Nah, he's crap." I he reckon crap. by at this point of the season, he will have found his weapons. He will have actually realised what he can do with this, and I think that the Carolina Panthers will beat us. Next. Uh, yes, I completely agree with Josh with this one. I think the defense is sneakily. Stout. Good, good description. What, what, what's what's up, James? It's the we're Panthers at home. This, I, come on, it doesn't this matter. This, mate. C- CMC stays healthy. Baker is a serviceable quarterback with DJ Moore, who's probably one of the more like quarterback-friendly wide receivers. He's proven it through his numbers with the quarterbacks he's had to put up with over the last couple of years. And a ba- Baker, in my opinion, is a step above them. I I think by this point in the season, this team would have gone through so many tough games that I think the injuries would have piled up by this point and we are literally just lambs to the slaughter by this point because it doesn't get any easier. I am, I am, I'm running out of hope. I, 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 I'm not going to make this hot take segment in a minute. Do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll spin it. I'll spin it. We're all now five and eight. Oh, brilliant. Well, well, perfect then. Good prediction. Um, San Francisco at home then, week 15. <clears throat> we'll lose this one. I'm going I'm to jump oh. in there. Jimmy, Jimmy G Jesus. is a quarterback by this point. I am biting and... my nipples. <laughs> Did you say knuckles or nipples? Knuckles. Oh, uh... <laughs> Why do you always have to get kinky, Josh? Right? I know. <laughs> I'm not some kind of weird gymnast. I can't, can't get to me nipples. Um, yeah, Jimmy G will be quarterback by this point and he'll be running that offence the way that he has done with boring efficiency, using Debo and Brendan Ayuk will start catching balls and making plays 
Uh, George Kittle will be back from his groin injury, and yeah, we'll lose that one. Pez, please, please. No, I think I think we'll. I was just about to say the same thing. I think, but I think Jimmy G will be in by this point, but we will win. Yes, because our defense and our D line will be able to just get to him, disrupt him again. Another pocket guy hit him early. He completely falls off his game, starts throwing erratic stuff all over the field. And I think we'll, I'm not saying it's going to be pretty, but I think we'll scrape the win out of that one. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, thank you, Pez. You've, you've taken the words out of my mouth. I'm completely in the same camp as you. However, week 16. It doesn't not, carry on. It doesn't carry on. No, because we're going to Kansas city. We're going to Arrowhead and, uh, Oh my Jesus Christ! What a Christmas present that is, by the NFL. What day is that on? Is that like, Boxing Day or Christmas Day? Bo- Christmas, no, Eve. Christmas Eve. Oh, it's on Christmas Eve. Wonderful. They are going to destroy us. Yes, I really. But then my mate, who's a Chiefs fan, actually turned around to me and said, "You don't know because if Drew locks in by that point." In his rookie year or something like that, the first game he played against them. Yeah, he beat them. He was, he was yeah, throwing mm. it all over them. But they, their defense has always been their Achilles heel. But I like what they've done this offseason. They've got their middle linebacker, that Nick Bolton. He looks like an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've done some good things on the back line. I just... I worry about Kansas City this year for everyone because there's no like, oh, he's just going to Tyreek. He's just going to Kelsey. You've literally got a, 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 a wide receiver room when no one knows what he's going to do with. Mm. I think Sky that could be, be re- yeah. it could be really... But what, what's going to happen is Mahomes is going to show Pete and Waldron how you should use a jet sweep and a guy like Eskridge. He's going to go, listen, lads, I'll use Sky Moore against you and this is how you should actually use a player of that calibre. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it, it's um yeah, it's a so that's a loss from all of us then for that one. Yeah. Um New York Jets coming to the uh to Lumen Field in week seventeen. <sighs> Again Can I go? You can go, Pez, yeah. We're gonna lose that. Well that's what I was thinking, but you seem a lot more I... confident. So They've got hard knocks and then you've got flight on Sky Sports at the moment. And you watch both of them documentaries mm-hmm. and you watch that Jets one and you actually look at it and go, you don't realise what they've done with that team. The weapons they have acquired this off-season is scary what they could turn into. I think they're 8-1 to one to make the playoffs. And I, I'm looking at that and thinking, I'll chuck a tenner on that. Because mm-hmm. they could really shock a lot of people with the draft picks they brought in and the free agency, what they've done this offseason. They've got an absolute unit. If Robert Seller is all he's made out to be, they will surprise so many people this year. They really will. Zach Wilson knows Zach Wilson. He can be shit. He can do whatever he wants. They've got a one-two punch in the backfield. They can just do what the Colts did. Right, mm-hmm. the quarterback's a bag of dog. Let's just rely on the running backs. And they've got a tandem there. Everyone wants to get on Brees all and ride him to death. But Michael Carter shouldn't be slept on for what no. he can do. And 
yeah, a hard game away at the Chiefs, Christmas, all mm-hmm. that stuff. I think the Jets are just going to, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Josh, what are you thinking? Mm, I, I, this is one I've looked at and I've ummed and ahed so much. I'm, I'm on board with Pez. I think that sneakily the Jets have they've created a bit of a squad now. Obviously, all those draft picks they had, mm. they helped. You know, um, I think it's going to come down to the matchups and who's at quarterback for us. Because by this point in the season, they might just call Drew, just go out and do something. Like, have some fun, mate, because you might not be here next year. Show us what you can do. Mm. If that's the case, and he's just starting to lob balls up for DK, who's going to be against Source Gardner. Source Gardner might be a great cornerback, but DK is just going to run through him and over him. Yeah, I reckon he's going to moss him. Um, I don't know. Um, I really want to say this is going to be a win. I'm going with a win. Okay. So it's at Lumen. I think we will have had our we'll we'll get all of our poop in a group by this point, and we'll we'll win. Okay. Till the next week. Well, I'm going to go loss. Like like you say, Pez. Um, regardless of how well Zach Zach Wilson plays this year. Uh, they have got a one-two punch that looks pretty formidable. Uh, they've got a very deep receiving core now. Um, their their offensive line is not amazing, but it it, it should hold up. Um, and and look, they've had some really nice defensive pieces as well. Um, on paper wise, they've got a lot of talent on that team. Now it's just it, how how long is it going to take for them to to put it together? But that they they could be a, a a bit of a dark horse for for a decent little playoff shout, New York. So, yeah, um, I'm going to say a loss for that one. And then the regular season comes to a crashing end in week 18. The Rams at home to Seattle at Lumen Field. Pez, what are you thinking? Loss. Okay. Josh? Embarrassing no loss to finish the season. You're all wrong. M- massive blowout. No, you're wrong. We're going to win that game. Oh, I see the angle you're taking, yeah. Why? Because LA would have pulled out all their starters because they're already yes. in the playoffs. Yep. They're gonna pull their they're not gonna play their starters. And 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 if worst case if well, if best case comes to best case scenario for us and they're fighting for seedings and stuff like that, because I don't like the Rams, because uh, I don't want them to win the NFC West, so stuff them. Um if if they're if they're if they haven't locked up the NFC West, if it goes, you know, again, what I've talked about, teams coming in under a bit of pressure, whether it's seedings or or whatever, yeah, teams can slip up, man. And so whether it's that or whether it's the fact that they've already locked up the the number one spot in the NFC, where they've obviously locked up the NFC West, and they're going to be playing all the backups, and and it's the last game, and 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 regardless of how bad we're going to be this year. They, they will want to go out with a bank. We saw it last year against... The, who had us down for beating the Cardinals last year away on the last day? Not many people. And we, and we beat them. So, I don't know, man. I think we'll win. Can, the difference about last season and this season is last season we went on a run at the back end of the year. Say Russell Wilson doing a, doing a, doing a look-what-I-can-still-do job, whatever it was. This season coming is completely different. You have the back end of this schedule. You're telling me that back the back end of this schedule, if it goes the way we're talking, them players haven't checked out by now thinking, where am I going on holiday this summer and do I still want to be at this club? No. 
that's where the culture is going to come in. That's where preach preaching culture. And if it works, then these lads will still be invested and want to kick on and finish on a high. But I just I don't think they're going to. I genuinely don't. Nope. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, that brings our regular season predictions to a close. Pez, do you want to run through our final predictions, our final standings? So until James shook a spanner in the works, we were all exactly the same. Okay. We we got there in very different ways. But James is somehow, somehow, some way is the most optimistic with seven and ten. And me and Josh right. are both six and eleven. How, how realistic. are you the most positive one? I've been trying to no, tell you No, we're just realists, all, aren't we, Josh? All the fact you were talking about me earlier. Oh, who's the positive one now, James, eh? Yeah. Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Enough <laughs> years. Let's predict our starting lineups for week one, then. We're going to start with the offence. Um, I mean, quarterback is fairly... Fairly simple, isn't it? If it's if we well, if you believe Pete Carroll anyway, if he's not all having us on for the massive ride, it's oh, gonna be Gino. Gino. Yep. Yes. Um so are we all in agreement that this is Gino Smith starting at quarterback on Monday yep. night? Hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Um running back. Potentially potentially I mean, obviously with Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker's a game game day decision. It's a game I've just day read decision. on Twitter. So it could end up being Penny, Walker, uh, Dallas, Homer. Um, but just to err on the side of caution, it's going to be Penny and Dallas, Homer, and then possibly Darwin Thompson elevated. But well, again, game day decision on on Walker and whether, well, it depends on how many snaps we're going to give him if he's just come back from a hernia operation. Okay. Pez, is, is Rashad Penny taking the first snap at RB1? Oh yeah, definitely, and I don't think Ken Walker's. Uh, I don't think they're going to risk him at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't bother. Like Travis Tomer and DJ Dallas have looked really shot up in preseason. What's the point in risking him? Yeah, this is where it's going to get interesting because I'm just going to go with a kind of base formation here on offense. Um, so I'm going to go with three wide receivers because the two would be easy, and then I'll go with one tight end. So. Wide receivers one and two, I think we're all pretty clear. It's it's DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver three. Who is wide receiver three? D. Eskridge. 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 I'm going to say Marquise Goodwin. I'm going to say Marquise well, Goodwin. With all the noise we've heard from Pete, D. Eskridge, I just have a feeling they don't, they either they don't like him or don't know how to use him. I've got Unlucky a, I've boss, you're outvoted. It's two to one, so it's it's Eskridge. Okay, Eskridge. <laughs> Tight end one. Fan. Fan. Depend, de- it depends on what play Fan. you're running to start. So mm. if we need an extra blocker because it's a run play off the side, like off the edge, it's going to be Disley. But if we're going to try and throw it first to see what happens or disguise something, it'll be Fan. Okay. Right tackle. Abe Lucas. Abe no Lucas. question. Yeah, Abe Lucas. Left tackle. Charles Cross. Charles Cross. Okay. Pancake party. Pancake party. Right guard. Gabe Jackson. Mm. And I'll tell yeah. you for why on when we go to the left guard. Are you go on Gabe Jackson yeah. as well, please. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to go Gabe Jackson as well. Left guard? Phil Haynes. Because D. Lou's got a high ankle sprain and we don't know if he's going to be back in time. Okay. Um, my man loves his old line. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what Haynes does with a bit more game time because he's he's got better with every season. And every time you chuck him in, he never does anything like highlight-worthy wrong. Like, if the old line's playing bad in general, he'll possibly have a worse game. But a lot yeah. of it's down to the centre play previously where there's been no communication and the, the guards haven't got a clue where they're supposed to be going. But hopefully, with the starting centre, who we all know is going to be Austin Blythe. It should be. If it's Carl Fuller, I will throw something at my TV. If it's Carl Fuller, I'm turning off the regular season there and then I'm not watching it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, left guard as well is... is it's, it's probably for week one, it's going to be Phil Haynes then, but I think going forward, left guard one is, is, yeah, it's Delu. Um, but for this game, yes, I would imagine it's going to be Phil Haynes. Um, so that wraps up the offence. Nice and quick, bish, bash, bosh. Defence, this is where I think the more um, hot takey kind of potential opinions are going to be. Let's start at the nice and easy part of our defence to predict, I think, which is going to be the, the defensive three on the defensive line. Oh, yes. um, so who, who's going to be at the... Do I call it defensive? Can, yeah, yeah, I call it can, can we uh, Can we just put all three of them in there? Because we're playing the three, four. They're all essentially just D-tackles anyway. They're not exactly edges. They, they are. It, it's easy. It's, it's Puna, Alwood, Shelby Harris, Bosch. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Simple uh, as that. There is, there's no argument. I like we said this last week. Where the the other three mm. D linemen behind them Any are shout just Monet, there. Though? Um Monet Mal- is the understudy to Al Woods because Al Woods as the nose tackle is also a team captain, so he'll start. And yeah. he's a team captain, so he's always gonna start. I heard you say I Miles Adams there, Pez. I think the sleeper of this whole line is Miles Adams. Miles you Adams. can't ignore what he did every single preseason game. He was there, his name was called, he was the shining star. And if Puna, because Puna hasn't been great, last year he wasn't that great, if Mm. he plays like ass, like he has been doing, and doesn't pull his finger out after he signed that contract, Miles Adams will overtake him by halfway through the season. Okay, yeah, I think Miles Adams is going to be used in in the rotation, similar to how we've seen maybe an Alton Robinson being used in recent years. Q, He's going to get Q Jeff as well this year. Q Jeff, yeah, again rotation guy. Um, yeah, for me, not quite on that start cusp yet, but we'll see what That's we'll see what he does. Seventy thirty split because, on the rotation. Yeah, because Shelby Harris is quite an easy rotational piece. Yeah, He's an older fella. Because how is he in his thirties now? Thirty-two or thirty-three, I think. Yeah. I want to say. So if anything. He, I could see him doing the Al Woods, keeping Puna for the youth and then putting Miles Adams in Shelby Harris's place and having the youth with the experience in the middle. Yeah. Um, two inside linebackers then. Who's that going to be? Uh, I've got one for this. So, you know, we were talking about the absolute lack. No, the, the absolute lack of linebacker depth. Hmm. And you know what I've been saying for ages i was i was thinking about this in my car we've got two starting inside linebackers obviously you've got pez's man jordan brooks, jordan brooks future team captain signal caller cody barton i reckon will start this but and hear me out 
The reason we've only got one other inside linebacker who's not even an inside linebacker as a fullback behind them is because Jamal Adams is going to come in and step in for plays at inside. Trust me, middle linebacker. Okay. I can guarantee it. Okay. No, I like it. I, I, I wasn't laughing at uh, at, the, at stuffing that thought. I, 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 you know, I, I somewhat agree with you. I somewhat agree with you because we all say that Jamal Adams looks more like a linebacker. Yeah. So, I've seen it all last season, wasn't it? I was like, he wanted to be paid yeah. like a linebacker, playing as a linebacker. I like it. And I think for now, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jordan Brooks and Cody. But I tell you what, yeah. I, I think again, like in the rotation, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jamal Adams in there. Do, go on, Pez. Yeah, because. I think there's still question marks over Cody. And yes. like like Josh said, I think they they've got that for Jamal to like kind of rotate with him on plays. Mm. It still doesn't look pretty reading. You've got Jordan Brooks who's Jordan Brooks who's still questionable. I don't think he's still being cleared from that hamstring. Mm. Cody's Fully fit. Then you've got Nick Below basically covering both in line, in inside linebacker spots. And then you've got John Ragan and Ben Burkirvan, who He's, are not. Well, ben, ben Burkirvan's no longer with the team. He got released. Uh, John Ragan's no, on IR he, for pretty much the whole season. Did he get released? I'm pretty sure he got released. He got released. But, but then comes they, back. They released medical. him in such a way. Yeah, exactly. So we keep him on medical. Yeah. No, so, or we pay his so, medical. He gets released. If he doesn't get picked up by anyone else, he has to come back to the team so they sort his medical out. They're not allowed to just release oh, him once he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Outside linebacker then. Who are, the, who are we going for here? DT. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. No, Daryl Taylor. Daryl too much. Too, too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. I can't um, drink beers. <laughs> Oh, gutted, mate. So Daryl um, Taylor's for one. And Chenon Walsu will start. Yeah. We won't start Boyer Mafe yet because he's a, he's a rookie and we've paid him Walsu a contract. And he's injured. Do a job. Is he even fit yet? In Mafe? Uh, no, he had the shoulder. Yeah, sorry, uh, Mafe had the shoulder injury, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. So I don't think true. he's even ready. Yep. Same and Alton Robinson. Alton Robinson's. Uh, in the rotation. One minute. One minute. He's classed here as. Unless they've messed that up. They have him as out. Who? On um, ESPN. I'm just looking at ESPN's depth chart because the Seahawks app's absolute tosh. And it's currently saying that he's got an O next to his name, what would mean that he's been classed as out. Who? I, I've not heard anything like it. Marfe. Oh, and, oh, oh, oh Robinson, Robinson, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well, to be fair, I haven't heard anything of him really. Yeah, just I haven't heard. We'll have to yeah. look into so that's worth a Google or anyone listening when you actually hear this and you know the answer, tweet us or comment yeah. on one of our Instagram posts and let us know what's happened. So cornerbacks Call then. stupid. Cornerbacks starting outside this cornerback. weird. This is wide Sydney open, isn't it? Jones is supposedly fit and he's going to be ready to go for game day. So he's going to start on the left, I think. Okay, and yes. on the right side for you, Josh. Tariq Wallen. Oh, good lad. Good because lad. They, he's, oh, he's not ready yet, is he? No, he's he's unfit. But then also, I think they've looked at Tariq Woolen as a true outside corner. He's and the the amount of work they're putting into him. I was there was a, an article the other day which was or it might be a podcast I listened to. It was talking about coming. I think it might be Michael Sean Dugard was saying 
end of the practice, the last four guys off the field were Tariq Woolen, Nico Thorpe, um, Deshaun Shedd, and uh, Richard Sherman. So those three experience, one of them Hall of Fame cornerback, are working specifically with Tariq. So um, Pete Carroll obviously looks at him and it's it's a fantasy for him. He, he's going to want him to come in, blood him quick, get him as much experience as possible, and that'll be it. And then I reckon Kobe's going to come in in the full packages. Okay. With the slot um, have you not seen that? Um, did you not see that where he said that Sherm has come out and said that he's going to work one-to-one with uh, Woolen yeah. and impart his wisdom onto him? So clearly these... See, I, f- I think it. Mike Jackson played well in preseason, but let's face it, preseason was a load of backups and things like that. I just don't know when it comes to first team, full team. Is he going to live up to it? I just, I think who, it's who criminal. Are two then, who, who are you two then, Pez? Well, because Artie Burns as far as I'm aware, isn't fit. Mm. Tariq Woolen's really the only right side or training camp. He's the right mm. side. So he kind of de facto gets it. Mm-hmm. Whether I think he's ready for it, that's... It concerns me with Tariq Woolen, right? Because like I said it on the previous pod, so I'll kill it to death. Kobe Bryant got burnt. They both got burnt in that first preseason game. For me personally, in the second preseason game, Kobe improved on the things he did wrong in the first game, whereas I don't think Tariq did. And that really concerns me. So they must see something in training to say that he's made the improvements. But it concerns me that Kobe made the adjustments and that's what he's renowned for is intelligence mm. and Tariq didn't but Tariq's the one going to be starting and Kobe's probably going to be in and out in and out and I, I don't know if it's right personally I really don't like I said okay. Cortland Sutton that first game like he could literally teach him a horrible lesson really quickly could. for me I'm going to go Tariq Wallen starting on the right side and he he, Michael Jackson time, moonwalking down that <laughs> sideline. He is going to be starting on the left. Pete Carroll has said he said all preseason, I've got no problem playing Michael Jackson. He's going to have no problem playing him. He's, he, he, he's there, man. And he's he's played really well in preseason. He's stood out. He's played really well. Pete said he's got no problem playing him. I think he starts. I think he starts, man. I, I still think if Sydney's fit, I'd rather have the experience. It, it, I get experience, but watching Mike Jackson, he looks no worse than Sydney Jones for me. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Safety. It's a hard one, isn't it? Jamal Quandre. Jamal Quandre. Unless Jamal comes in at linebacker. Sorry, Neil. Jamal comes in at linebacker. But Ryan Neal's not ready yet, is he? It's, oh, it's no. touch and go, I think. So Josh Jones. Got Josh, Josh Jones, Jones. Yeah. yeah. So that means Quandre or Josh Jones have got to be flexible and go into the strong safety role mm. when Jamal moves up. Because you're not going to put Joey Blunt in there. No. Josh Jones is... 
Yeah. So it's them three. It, like if, like Josh said, if Jamal does move up, then it's Josh Jones will come in, and I'd be more than happy with that because he was a standout in preseason. Yeah. It, everything training camp preseason standout. Okay, so that's our predicted starting lineups for week one. Let's finish off with some hot takes, then, boys. Um, are we? Are we ready? I, I mean, Josh is, is is mouthing to me that we've got a sponsor to shout out. So go on then, Josh, before we before we end on our hot tip. Very quick shout to our sponsor, uh, blessedcbd.co.uk. If you have any problems with anxiety, depression, any form of injury, and you're looking for a way that isn't prescription painkillers, CBD is the way forward. I will preach to it. I will have our guest, Lopa Tatupu. He has his own CBD company, and that says a lot. Professional athletes and ordinary everyday men and women are using it day in, day out to help with a variety of illnesses and injuries. Get yourself on blessedcbd.co.uk. Hit on any of their oils, gummies, capsules, balms or lotions. It's free UK delivery. Everything is lab tested. They're, at Forbes, they're on the Forbes uh, website and they are completely verified when you get to the checkout use code seahawk and you'll get 10 percent off your order for each and every order thank you blessed cbd thank you blessed cbd go and do what josh has told you to do right hot takes this is this is the fun part well, it's all been fun with you guys but this is the extremely fun part because now we get to decide how where our heads are at, how how ridiculous we are going to be. Um, I'm sure we've got a few more realistic ones and then a, a couple of absolutely bonkers ones lined up. I'm going to start with the man who loves this segment more than anything. Pez, give me your first hot take, please. So we're going to we'll keep it with one that's a bit more realistic. I'm going to say that with the uncertainty around Ken Walker, because whenever Pete doesn't tell us the complete truth about a player being injured really sets my alarm bells. So I'm going to say with the injury proneness of Rashad Penny, DJ Dallas will be the RB1 by the end of the year. And if he runs the way he runs in pre-season, he'll be there or thereabouts a thousand yards on the season. Okay. Wow. My first hot takes episode. Sorry, I nearly choked to my vape. Then I thought it was hot takes and not myths and legends. Jesus, I like okay. it. I like it. Straight into the I need slander. to put my mic down as well. Come on, then, Josh. Let's have your very first hot take. Boye Marfe will get more sacks this season than Unchen and Nwosu. Okay. I think I like Marfe Marfe's skill set, his speed, his athleticism, his bend, just his, his way to get around a corner, is. I don't think it's something that we've... Obviously, we've got Daryl Taylor. I don't need to do a hot take on him because I think he'll be the team's leading sack artist. But I think Boye Marfe will be next. Um, and I I think he's going to go for a big rookie season. When Unwosu rotates out or we realise that he's not as effective, Marfe will come in and I reckon he'll light it up. Okay. I like it. I, 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 we're all dead excited about Boye Marfe and... Uh... Yeah, I can see that. I can see that's a nice realistic one. I like it. Just starting off nice and nice and relaxed. Nice Don't and worry, cool. they'll like get it. worse. Yeah, no, I like it. He's, <laughs> it. He's into it. As I drop this bombshell. Oh, 
When, <laughs> when was the last? Come on, come one on. second, James. <laughs> Josh, James doesn't know about just warming it up. He goes <laughs> nuclear, <laughs> and then whatever comes after nuclear, that's where he ends up. He sets his own house on fire. That house he's in now, that's his second house in two years. Well, I'll be my, well I'll to, yeah, I've already got, I'm on right move as, as we speak, looking at my third one for next year. Um, who, where, who was our last 1,000-yard uh, rushing back? Not receiving. Can anyone um, tell me? If I know Chris the answer. Carson. I'm just wondering if you can... If you Chris can Carson, isn't it? Chris Carson in 2019. We're about to have our next one. Rashad Penny. He's going to stay healthy all season. This is going to be... It, look, it's a massive year for Richard Penny. It's his last year under contract. Um, next year is a, a year of uncertainties, potentially, for, for Richard Penny. I think he's going to go away. He's going to have worked on his health and his body and, and, and looked at how he gets injured and improved in that area of his game. He's going to be healthy all season. Well, he, look, he might miss one game, right? That, that's a hot take. He might miss one game in itself. Um, but... For the most part, it's going to be healthy all season. Rashad Penny is going to go for, off the top of my head, 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns. Oh, nice. You know what? That, that nice. Based on how he finished the season last season and the fact yep. that our O-line is better. O-line's better. Run heavy this get, year. He's going to get more ball. That's not more a bad ball. shout, mate. I've also just read Thank that you. Christian McCarthy's just been put on IR with a shin injury. So Penny could be challenging for top running back. Is that a joke? Um, no, genuinely. No. Christian McCaffrey. So anyone, anyone who's Fuck drafted off. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey in fantasy. No, you're lying. You you're are lying. joking. You're lying. Hang on. Hang on. No, I'm not. I'm not having that. This Please. is amazing news, this. This is no, absolutely... This is from uh, Field Yates. Oh, you can't see it because I'm a screen. Absolutely. Field Yates on uh, Twitter. The Panthers have added running back Christian McCaffrey to the injury report due to a shin issue. But he was a full participant in practice today. So it's not IR, but he's That's on fine. the injury. You had me heart going there. I took him number one in me last bloody <laughs> heart going. Right. Pez, back to you as you <laughs> Shut up. Back to you. Um, my next one is as as the lads on the Seahawkers podcast had an interview with this uh, certain player and tried to give him a new nickname. If any oh, of you two have listened to I've it, listened to it. They were awful. They the were disruptor. awful. But I really like Havoc Adams. Oh, so, so I'm going to call him by that just to uh, support support the lads on the Seahawks uh, Clint, pod. Clinton's going to love you for that. <laughs> Havoc Adams is going to be a starter. He's going to take a starter spot by the bye week. I don't... Away from who? Ooh. Let's go. Let's, it's, it's, it's hot takes. Puna Ford. <sighs> so if Puna Ford doesn't pull his finger out, Miles Adams makes havoc. Adams makes things happen. He causes havoc. It's going to go down. That's one. That one's for Clinton. Can thank me later. There you go. Okay. Um, my hot take um, I've already done the defence I'm going to do the offence I think Colby Parkinson is going to score an astounding five touchdowns this season all in the red zone okay. because the man is eight foot two 
Um, he's super athletic, and it's just going to be a matter of Gino or Drew could just throw a ball up in the air and just let him go for it. And I think that's all it's going to be. High contested catches with Colby going up for him in the red zone. Bosh. Five like touchdowns. It. I like it. I'm going to go defence because I went offence with Rashad Penny. Um, Jamal Adams. It's a name that uh, that I have high well high opinions on and, and, and outspoken a little bit at times on Jamal Adams. But he said some things this off-season that have not ignited a spark in me, but Regained, You're a truther now. You're a Jamal truther. Regained confidence, so to speak, in the fact that he sorted out his finger issue. He's now not one-handed anymore. He's now saying that he can play with two hands. Jamal Adams to lead the Seattle Seahawks in interceptions with six. As Josh sends oh. me a lot of love hearts on the Skype call. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Josh. <laughs> right. One more from everyone. Come on. Or one or two more. Two more. Two more. Oh, sorry, Pez. Two more. I know you love this segment. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? Um, I'm going to go with Derek Young. Is going to be... No, do you know what? Derek Young's going to get five touchdowns this season. Okay. For the fact that he probably isn't going to see the field much. Mm-hmm. But I reckon he's going to get five or six touchdowns a season and cement himself as a bit of a player for the future in this offense. I like it. I like it. Josh? Seahawks will have at least one shutout victory. Against who? Do you know who? Jesus or, or... fucking Christ. Josh is just setting his house on fire as he's thinking. <laughs> I think it's going to be against the Broncos. No, I'm joking, though. Um, I think it will be against the Falcons. I can get on board. Yeah, if, hey, if there's going to be anyone at home to, to shut out this year, it'd be the Falcons. So I like that. I like the optimism. Um, bit of a... Bit of a a, a less talked about left field one, but we have mentioned him on this podcast tonight. Jason Myers, he is going to be gone by the bye week. Cut, moved on to a different kicker. Um, again, in a contract year. Um, and look, Jason Myers is the epitome of inconsistency. He's not getting any younger. Why not cut him? What 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 is there to lose? Cut him, find someone else, pick up someone else off the street. I just, I think they're going to get fed up with Jason Myers this year. And, I could I could see him in those kind of games that J- Josh has said that we might have a sneaky chance in for whatever reason it's a field goal away and Jason Myers misses and I I, it, I, I think J- Jason Myers has done nothing to prove that he's the long term kicker for he's not consistent enough he's not good enough I, I I don't know why I just have a weird feeling that Jason Myers is going to be cut at some point during this season maybe not by the bye week but before the end of the season he's going to be cut. So that's my that's my little Jason Myers hot take. Should we have one more? Yep, come on then, Pez. I've got two. No, you can have right. one. So you haven't one listened more. to me at all. Yeah, I know, but I've got I've Just got pick pick, pick right. your hottest hot take. I, I do I do I do a little a little quick one on this one because okay. I think Kobe Bryant by the end of the season is gonna be 
on the left outside corner. That's going to be his job because I still okay. believe in him. I, I still think he's got the ability. So that's just a quick one. But my main one, obviously, my boy, I can't not do a Jordan Brooks hot take. Don't roll your eyes at me, Josh. Just join the train. I thought you'd been too quiet about Jordan Brooks this, this podcast. So he got one all-pro vote last year. He's going to make the Pro Bowl and be an all... Did they do all-pro alternates? Or is it just all-pro? Uh, it's all-pro first team and second team, isn't it? So he's going to be make the Pro Bowl and be all-pro second team because he's going to lead this team in sacks Ooh. and tackles again and beat his own record. If he's if he leads this team in tackles this season, something's gone dramatically wrong with our front three because that's the reason why he led us in tackles last year because people were running through us and people were running round us and receivers were running to the middle of the field just to get the mother by him. So if that happens, then something's gone wrong with our three-four formation. All right, we'll, um, we'll we'll take that away because we don't want to burn the team down. He's going to lead the team in sacks. He's going to do. Right, he's going to do what he did in Texas Tech. And he's just going to shoot through, through gaps. Yeah, Kyler Murray's not going to know what's hit him. He's going to be in a hospital bed by the second quarter. Like, they've got Colt McCoy. No, keep Kyler Murray on the field. <laughs> it worse with Colt McCoy. He had to go. Oh yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows uh, Pete's game plan, doesn't he? <laughs> um, but right. my boy is going to dominate the defense. Be the team captain next year after being a Pro Bowler, second team All Pro. Lead the team in sacks. And I'm just about to go off and set my house on fire. Good lad. Whilst you do that, Josh, you tell us your final <laughs> hot take then. Um, my hot take is by the trade deadline. We will have a new inside linebacker on like the team. I like and it. And we will jettison someone like LJ Collier. Because, well, why not? Um, I think the the two, three in inverted commas that we've got, obviously I mentioned earlier about Jamal Adams stepping in there, but I think it's going to get to a point where they'll realise that Cody Barton, as good as he is a rotational piece, he's not a starter. And we will go out and we will get ourselves a certified starter. If we go out and pick up someone like Roquan Smith, I will be jumping for joy. I might run up and down my my street just cheering. Oh, that, that's That's my hot take. Him and Jordan Brooks said it on this podcast. Him and Jordan Brooks oh. inside would be absolutely, it'd Insane, be illegal. It? It'd be practically illegal. Um, I'm going to end this hot take segment for this season on um, a- another positive note. Back on the offense. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't done, I haven't done the research, but it's off the top of my head. So correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe the Seahawks have had a Pro Bowl offensive lineman since Justin Britt. I don't believe they have. I might be wrong, but I think Justin Britt was the last Pro Bowl offensive lineman that the Seahawks have had. Well, how about two this year? Abe Lucas and Charles Cross are going to Ooh, the Pro Bowl. A ro- as a rookie. Two rookies. Two offensive tackles, two rookies. They are going to the Pro Bowl, both of them. Not one, not Charles Cross, not just because he's the first round pick. Abe Lucas looks just as good. They're both going to the Pro Bowl. A bonus one as well. Drew Locke's going to overtake. No, you've got to get a quarterback one in, haven't you? The, the, Drew Locke's going to be starting QB by the bye week. And then we're going to actually be having a competition who can throw more interceptions, Gino or Drew. 
<laughs> hey, that might be the most fun we're going to have by that point. Um, I, I feel bad ending this. They're going to get more interceptions than touchdowns. Pez <laughs> just loves this, loves this segment. So I feel really bad. I feel like a, a parent taking a toy away from a toddler because they've been naughty. And now they're, now, they're, now they're looking at me with a sad face. But I have to end this segment. We have to end the podcast. Uh, I hope you've all enjoyed it. Um, again, please, please don't hold us to our hot takes. They are hot takes. None of them are likely to come true, but we'll see. It's just a bit of fun. Um, and I'll tell you what, I think we've got more chance of some of our hot takes coming true than a 4 no start from Mr. Edwards there. Um, but hey, hey, I like it. I like it. This is what this pod is all about. Um so yeah, man. I hope you have all enjoyed it. I hope you. Hey, if you've got any hot takes of, of of your own, please feel free to send them in on Twitter, Discord, anything. We'll retweet them, and and, and I'm sure we'll have a talk about them on the podcast as well. If if we get any belters, um, and yeah, man, we look forward to to hopefully having some some more special guests on next week. Um, so we look forward to speaking with them. That's going to be a good episode as well. And of course, we'll jump on to review all the action from Monday night's game against the Denver Broncos, the hotly awaited kickoff to this season. Hey, I can't wait. No matter how bad it's going to be this season, no matter how long the road is going to be, no matter how bumpy and potholy it's going to be this year, I'm sure we're going to we're going to get through it by smiling and laughing and ranting and swearing on this podcast. So I hope you all join the ride with us. Um, and yeah, man, kick off week. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, hey, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, and stay tuned for more. And and again, thanks, boys. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Let's ride. Oh.